Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All righty, let's talk basketball this morning. News Limited's Chief Basketball Writer Matt Logue is on the line. Morning, Logie. How are you, Matty? Thank you for having me, mate. No, thank you for your time. I want to get your thoughts on the Barry Brown situation, obviously, but the Mm. one that jumped out at me was Larry Kesselman saying, you know what, if we put together an NBL All-Star team, they could take it. (laughs) to the NBA Summer League preseason tournament. It's a fair old statement. How, how much, in your opinion, how much truth do you reckon there isn't? Mm. Oh, I think there's, there's elements of, of truth to it massively, Matty, because I guess your average NBA fan is going to go, are you serious? Like, no chance. And normally if they were sent a team, say, to, to play against the regular season in the NBA, then I, I don't think an NBL team could get the job done there. We've seen the preseason with Adelaide. But the Summer League's different, Matty. It's primarily a lot younger players or players that have played in the G League trying to get their chance. And I'll be frank about it, they play no defence, like little to none. So Aussies, are, you know, they're hard-nosed, they're tough. The NBL's proven. And if you take an NBL team that includes, say, you know, your guys on the rise and proven guys, including some imports, then I have no doubt they'd, they'd rock the boat because oh, I just that level of competition, put it this way, there's a reason Xavier Cooks doesn't like to go to the Summer League because it becomes a bit of a show and there's athleticism that, the, you know, obviously the Aussies can't necessarily compete with, but at the same time, it's not the best place for someone like Cooks to go and showcase his game. He's better off going like he did in the preseason to New Zealand. So I actually think Larry's, Larry's on the money and it, it, it'll cause some controversy because it's like... Oh, no way in the world could we beat, you know, the NBA. But the, the Summer League's different, Matty. And, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it goes any further. But I know Larry wants to have conversations with the NBA about potentially doing it. Yeah, they'll pick up the phone if he calls. I mean, the way that he's managed to turn around the game here over the last however many mm. years, they'll certainly pick up the phone. All righty. Now, what's happening with this situation? So we know that Barry Brown um, mm. received a technical foul only for calling a referee a cheat. Mm. Now, gee, I mean... Anyone from any other sport would look at this and go, "Hang on a second, you're you're out of here, and mm. you're going to get heavily penalised." Yeah. Shane Heels had a say, Derek Ruckers had a say. I mean, when Hammond I mean, comes out and says you should be further penalised for sticking it to referees, you know you've got a problem. <laughs> Massively, Matty. I think the alarming thing for me is, is some of the comments, and I know you take Twitter with a grain of salt, but like some of the comments have been really systematic of, of a culture when it comes to officiating in this country in all sports. And a lot of the, the comments were like, oh, well, he did cheat. You know, like some of those calls were horrendous. And, you know, and it's just, it's missing the point by a big margin. It's like, well, that's, that's not what it's about. Okay, some of the calls might not go your way, but under no circumstances should we put up with a player's or, or anyone calling an official a cheat. That cuts, as Shane said and Derek said, at the integrity of the referee. And this is like, you know, Stefan Mayberry, who's, you know, he's multiple um, NBL referee of the year. You know, he's, he, he, he's got the runs on the board. But even if they didn't, it just can't be said, Matty. I think it's alarming that the league have said, well, a technical foul is appropriate at the time. Barry Brown apologised. But I just think that's irrelevant. They've got to send a strong precedent. And, and I think 
last night. I actually got a like on my social media post from um, Tony Degler Harris, a former you know, NRL referee, and, and I think he was just in shock. And, and I think we've got to be stronger on that, Matty. How do you expect people to want to be referees in the future if that's the culture? But I think we've got a problem with it. We really do. Mm. Yeah, it's one thing that you've got to draw a line under. I completely agree with that. You have to come down hard on that stuff because it'll come back to bite you in many ways later on. So we're 11 days away now from the Christmas Day or Christmas night match mm. between the Kings and Melbourne United, which I reckon, I mean, you know, the question here is if it's successful, do more people do it? Well, I reckon it's going to be successful. I think it'll be a smash here. So... Do you think the league then starts to look around or, or do the Kings say, hey, get off our turf. This is this is our idea. We wanted it. We've done it first and we should keep it. Yeah, oh, I don't think so. Oh, I think, um, I agree. I think it will be a success. You've got your traditionalists that are saying, well, you know, how can you play on Christmas Day and it doesn't work and all that. But what's what's the difference when you're rocking up on, you know, Boxing Day and you're playing? Uh, it's proven in America, in America, Matty, as we've seen in the NBA, and um, I think it'll be great. I don't think the Kings are that. I think if it goes well, I think that they'd be open to, okay, well, let's expand this. Let's maybe have more games involved, um, more teams involved. Um, yeah, I, I like the concept, um, particularly if, you know, you're, you know, it's like Christmas Day, Matty, you've, you've done all the festivities and you are searching around at night. Like most people watch a movie, but then what's wrong with watching sports? Um, yeah. and, and for the players at the Kings, and they've got, some of them have got kids. And they they're really proud to play in front of their um, their kids on on you know on a, on a really special day for everyone. How many times can you watch Sound of Music? I mean, oh, mate, <laughs> Chris, Home Alone. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I reckon it's going to be massive. Can you tell me more about Dyson Daniels? Nineteen years of age. Don't know too much oh. about him, but but he's he's rattling yeah, yeah, the cage yeah. over there in the NBA. Yeah, he's killing it. A kid from Bendigo. Um, it's a great story. He went through the Global Academy there in Canberra, um, obviously alongside the likes of Josh Giddy, um, Marty Clark down there in Canberra's done a great job, and he's worked closely with Dyson in the past. And you know, he's a he's a, he's a combo guard. He's a, he's, a, he's a kid that can um, he can he can shoot, um, but he can, he can get it done at the other end. And that's where he's impressing most, Matty, is his defence. Um, there's been some you know vision recently where he locked up LeBron James. LeBron drove to the basket and he locked him up and forced the turnover. He's been particularly good recently on um, Phoenix Suns star guard Devin Booker. Um, he's locked him up and, and, he's, and his shooting has, has been reduced. So um, he's got a massive future. And more excitingly, I think, for, for the boomers, Matty, is that he wants to play for Australia in the future. And there's this young core base of Josh Giddy, Dyson Daniels and jo- Josh Green, Sydney's own Josh Green, who's killing it at Dallas. Between those three young players alone, Geez, you'd love to be a Boomers fan moving forward because I, I think we're a big chance of continuing our success on that international stage for years to come, and that's going right ahead to, to the Brisbane you know, 2032 Olympics. Yeah, massive, massive. Hey, just a quick one. So we've been having the discussion you would have seen, obviously, around the A-League Grand Finals. Now, basketball's mm. a very different beast, and we know how the Grand Final <laughs> Series works there. But if you had neutral mm. venues and they said, well, okay, uh, X government's going to give you X amount of dollars and you play your series mm. right here regardless of who's in it. Do you reckon there'd be the kind of blowback that we've seen with football fans? <laughs> yeah, I'd do a little bit. I think we'd, we'd, we'd see some blowback, from, initially from the clubs that are like, well, you know, our profit. But if they, I, I tend to like the concept, Matty, in the sense that, and I know it's even hard in rugby league, like I'm a traditionalist from way back. Like the grand final, in my opinion, 
Sydney. It's just it's just it's something special about it. it, it you know, the, the Harbour City Grand Final Day is the place to be. So, but I don't know. Like, it can work in in basketball. I think because they're a bit they're they're progressive, and I think they they they'd work it out. Like, look at the Christmas Day game thing. But yeah, Maddie, I think that'd be a big blowback. I, I think the fans would be like, if your team's in the grand final, and I've got to go to Perth to watch them play. You can bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and put so succinctly hey mate it's been awesome um, having you on our show throughout the year we really appreciate your time that you give us and and the expertise that you give us not to mention all the news that you give us as well throughout your reporting throughout the year so thank you so much for being part of our show really appreciate it have a great Christmas Uh, obviously you'll be working Chrissy Day and we'll be watching as well so thanks a lot mate we'll speak again next year thanks Matty pleasure